0: travel down a road and back again your heart is true you're a pal and a confidant
1: good morning good morning everyone i am deb creer and i am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses and i am so excited today with our guest because he is going to talk to us a little bit about social media, but more about how to really be as best a business person as you can. Um, And so join me in welcoming Jeffrey Hazlett. Welcome, Jeffrey.
2: Well, it's good to be here, and thanks for having me on the
0: show.
1: Oh, great. Well, thank you for taking time out of your very busy schedule to be on. Um, Let me tell folks who aren't familiar with you a little bit about you. And first, Jeffrey, I have to say, I love the fact that you have a two-paragraph bio. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Well, it can be longer or shorter depending on what you like. You know, I've had
1: people send me two pages. So, you know, this is fabulous that you have this great short bio, especially because of everything that you have done. Because I'm sure it really could be a bio that was very long.
2: So, Jeffrey. Probably probably too long.
1: Oh, you know, it's it's great when when we can talk about things like this. Jeffrey Hazlett is a global business celebrity and primetime television show host on Bloomberg Television. From small businesses to international corporations, his creativity and extraordinary... see, i'm going to I need more coffee this morning. <laughs> His creativity and extraordinary entrepreneurial skills have enabled him to lead ventures blending his leadership perspectives, insights into the C-suite and business strategy, mass marketing prowess, and affinity for social media. He is a well-traveled public speaker and author of the best-selling books including The Mirror Test and Running the Gauntlet and one of the most compelling figures in business today. Jeffrey is a leading business expert who has been cited in Forbes, Success, Mashable, Marketing Week, and Chief executive, e- executive, among many others. He shares his executive insight and commentary on television networks like Bloomberg, MSNBC, and Fox Business. Jeffrey appeared as a guest celebrity judge on NBC's Celebrity Apprentice with Donald Trump for three seasons. Drawing upon an eclectic background in business buoyed by a stellar track record of keynote speaking and public appearances and a deeply rooted cowboy lore, Jeffrey energizes his role driving and delivering change. He is a turnaround architect of the highest order, a maverick marketer who delivers scalable campaigns, embraces traditional modes of customer engagement, and possesses a remarkable cachet of mentorship, corporate governance, and brand building. So again, Jeffrey, welcome.
0: Hey, well,
2: I appreciate it so very, (laughs) very much. I, I really do.
1: Great, great. Well, first off, you know, I, I always watch your, your page on Facebook, and I know that you make your home kind of in two different places, in South Dakota and then, of course, in, in New York, where all the action is. Were you able to go home to South Dakota for the fourth?
2: I'm actually sitting here right now in South Perfect. Dakota overlooking the, the Big Sioux River right as we speak right now. So, yeah, yeah, I spent my time between really three places, the United Plain, usually C2B mm-hmm. or so. <laughs> and then, then uh, New York, and then South Dakota, usually in that order, because I'm on the road a good bit of the time with clients. But when I'm, when I'm not doing uh, either keynotes or um, you know speaking um, or filming for the show, then I'm in New York, and then when I can, I try to get back to South Dakota, and I've been back for like ten days, and I just planned another trip uh, to get back in August, so I, you know, which I love to do.
1: Yeah, you know, there is something about being in the outdoors, especially if you're used to that. Um, I recently moved to Atlanta just a couple of years ago from Colorado, and, you know, I like Atlanta, but I really miss the mountains, but I was thinking about it the other day, and I thought one of the things that I miss the most are seeing the big paddle ranches. You know, I grew up where we were surrounded by those, and there's just something so peaceful about that that, you know, I, I really do miss that.
2: Well, you're gonna have to get up in the mountains, of the Appalachian Mountains. You know, the Appalachian Trail starts up in the northern part of Georgia, and my family used to love it there. So you get up to Hiwassee or Brastown Bald or somewhere along those lines, and uh, you know, enjoy enjoy the outdoors. But you know, for me, my neighbor uh, lives down the road from me here mm-hmm. in South Dakota. Says, well, just back for his therapy because that's what he calls it. Because the second right. the second I land, I'm in my truck or on my Kubota mm-hmm. and I'm out cutting something or hauling stuff or doing that. I got a big pile to of wood to haul tonight, um, mm-hmm. you know, which I'll do when I get, get off of work.
1: Right, you know, and, and, and I think that's something good that every business person really needs to think about is how do you do that downtime? So, you know, before we jump into that, let's, let's talk a little bit about what exactly is the C-suite and why have you focused on that?
2: Well, the C-suite's been around for a long time, and that's those officers in the company that you have C in front of their name. So mm-hmm. chief, chief executive officer, you know, chief financial officer, chief marketing officer, chief sales officer, chief legal officer. You can go on, on down the list. use mm-hmm. about four or five of those in each, each company, uh, maybe a little bit bigger if you get to larger companies or, or lots of them because of different business divisions in groups, depending on how many billions of dollars. But, you know, we're starting a network called the C-Suite Network. And, mm-hmm. and of course, I've got the C-Suite TV show, which is, you know, access into where 99% of most people in the business never get to go. Right. You know, that's where we typically take them. We find something about a company or something, and we actually, you know, walk in and, and, and visit with the entire C-Suite. And in that C-Suite, you know, not everybody gets to go up on the, the top four of the business or hasn't been to the offices mm-hmm. of the – Chief Executive Officer, Chief Marketing Officer, Chief Financial Officer, and and so what we do is we try to take people where they don't get to always go, and it's a great mm-hmm. place and a, and a great conversation. And we started a network around that, you know, targeting businesses that are between ten million and and above, because um, as you start to add zeros in businesses, the businesses are the same; they're always the same. You know, mm-hmm. they just take right. on different complexity. So like ten mm-hmm. million to 100 million hundred million, hundred million to a billion, a billion and above. You know, it's just adding zeros. And so mm-hmm. we find that there's a big difference between, you know, small businesses under ten million and those businesses that come ten million or greater and then a hundred million and then you know, mid cap market a hundred million to about a billion mm-hmm. that we typically call and then and then greater than a billion. And when you look at the number of businesses that are out there, it's it's staggering the number that are, you know, really in small category versus those that are greater than ten million. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and what I love about all of this is, you know, it doesn't matter if, you know, that you're the, the, the C-level executive and you've got one employee, which is yourself, and, you know, you're doing good to break even, or you're the one that has the 10 million plus A lot of what you talk about applies to everyone in those levels, Um, you know. And and some people who have their small business, they don't want to get it any bigger, you know. But there are those who have that small business who really would like to hit the million mark and the ten million mark. And so, when I was looking through uh, the recordings that you have um, from your TV program, that was one of the things that struck me was the fact that, you know, something that works for say a Dunkin' Donuts. Also works for the little guy around the corner. You just have to scale it and, and think differently and and but it, you know some great tips.
2: Well, uh, you know I talk about that in the show as I talk about it in my books, you know that I've written in the past mm-hmm. as well. The the you know there's no difference between a business in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, you know, mm-hmm. uh, on Main Street, and I'm talking about small. We've got billion-dollar businesses here too, but mm-hmm. and and that of of a business that's on Wall Street. The only difference is zeros. The same decision, right. same people. Same issues. The only difference is, you know, the zeros behind the numbers. Whether it's mm-hmm. employees or sales or, or revenue or net profitability or, or bills that you got to pay. That's the only mm-hmm. difference. Um, and I've always found that, you know, that's the way I looked at it. You know, when I went from a small PR firm to, you know, being a, a C-level executive at a corporate 100 officer. You know, at a, mm-hmm. at a, at a, at a Fortune 100 officer at a, you know, at a big company. You know, my budget was $17 billion, and, you know, if you look at $17 billion, I mean, it's just like, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. you know, how can you deal with this? And then, although I did realize there was always people who were bigger than me. So, you know, in terms of it wasn't $17 billion, they had, you know, $17 trillion to manage which I, some companies do. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, I just found out there was no difference. I took off the zeros, and it was the same kind of decision mm-hmm. that I made back in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And so that's kind right. of the way you need to look at it.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, and, and a lot of those are ethical decisions, you know, and, and things like that, um, you know, how to work with other people, you know, whether it's a subcontractor, you know, or thousands of employees or, or all of those things. And, and that's why, you know, I, I want to emphasize that it, you know, to our listeners that, you know, you've got such great information and it really doesn't matter how many zeros are there. There might not be any zeros, but, yeah, you know, it, I, it is terrific information.
2: Well, I appreciate it. I, I don't know if I would call them ethical. I mean, there are sometimes you have to deal with ethical questions in business, mm-hmm. but I think what you have to do is have a good set of who you are and what you want to do, right. and, and a good mm-hmm. vision, and and then from that becomes your, you know, like your standard operating procedure of how mm-hmm. you want to deal with one another and deal with the folks that you, you you do. And I I don't look at that as an ethical question, but more as just an, a normal business kind of decisions right. that you make, mm-hmm. but. Those are around the way in which you want to operate. What you know? What are your conditions of satisfaction? Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of businesses don't spend enough time on that. You know, like I want to. There's certain things I want to do in life. You know, I have uh, some some hard fast rules. Three of them. One, I mm-hmm. want to build wealth. You know, so I want to mm-hmm. make money. Number mm-hmm. two, I want to grow professionally. So I want to do things that are interesting and I learn from, and that are stimulating. And then third, I want to have fun. And mm-hmm. if I and if I can't do all three of those things, then I get out pretty quick right. and and you know those are high level ones for me and but but you you know what but again what is the condition of satisfaction you have between you and your employees your vendors your your customers and you want to lay those out what are the five four three two or more that i want things i want to drive and what do i want to get out of it
1: mm-hmm. you know, and and i think what is probably one of the most important things is exactly what you 're talking about, and that 's that planning stage um, you know and and that is probably one of the downfalls that I see of so many small businesses is they think we 're so small we don 't have to plan or they don 't have time to plan, or you know things get in the way of planning because they have to run the business and I think that really is one of the reasons why so many small businesses fail is they don 't have that vision you know they 're not stopping to think. Where are we going to be in five years you know because they're they're kind of sometimes thinking about where are we going to be in five days you know and and a lot of things like that so what tips do you give to those small businesses who really want to be successful whether they're staying small or, or growing and growing
2: Well I mean it really gets back to what is it you want to do when you grow up Right, mm-hmm. it always is that. What is it you want to get out right. of the business? Is it mm-hmm. are you building for scale? Are you building for you know growth? Are you building a company that's going to manage itself for cash? Which there's nothing wrong with that. But some of us want to build a business and then turn around and sell it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And and so you're gonna you're gonna operate that business a little differently than the way in which you would probably if you just manage it for cash or manage it to mm-hmm. you know for your for your lifestyle. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with either one of those. I mean, I've been in businesses, and I go, hey, these are good, good businesses to have. You know, mm-hmm. it throws off a lot of cash. It's never going to sell itself. It's, it, it's usually focused around, you know, your, your, your lifestyle. Nothing wrong with that. But right. you just have to decide what is it you want to be when you grow up. And once you mm-hmm. start to figure those things out, it becomes pretty easy.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, one of the things that you mentioned that I think so many business owners don't do, and it doesn't matter what level, is that, that fun you know, taking time to have fun. So how important is it for somebody who is that C-level to really take downtime and, and recharge?
2: Well, there's two different kinds of fun. I mean, the business itself should be fun, All right. Mm-hmm. I mean, otherwise, why would you want it? It's right. It mm-hmm. becomes real work, you know. I, and I, I look at my work as, my, as, as fun. I enjoy it. I mean, mm-hmm. my, my wife sometimes says, you do this for nothing. I said, but shh, don't tell anybody because, <laughs> you know, that's how we keep score, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But but I, it is important for you to take away. I mean, one of the greatest books I ever read was many years ago was on Lee Iacocca. I still think it's one of the greatest biographies ever written, mm-hmm. because uh, it, or maybe it was autobiography. I can't remember. If it, I think he did write it, but um, and it was an autobiography, and it was it was a great book on Lee Iacocca. And it, he said, look, if you if you're not a good enough manager where you can't walk away from the business for a couple of weeks and take a vacation without it falling apart, then you really suck. Right. So, and mm-hmm. I really and I take that to to heart, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, in a couple of weeks I'm heading off to Rome and Venice because, you know, I've been married for thirty two years and we finally decided, geez, oh, let's go there. And mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and treat ourselves for, you know, ten days. And so we'll mm-hmm. you know, go away and get away and I'm not gonna do any work. I have nothing planned because most people know that when I do go on vacation I usually try to plan it around another piece of work or something mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. we decided right. no, we're not we're gonna grow up and not do that. Mm-hmm. And and you know so it is important for you to check out and that you know for me, getting out my 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 ranch so to speak in South Dakota, gives me a chance to clear my head and so mm-hmm. I'm, you know hauling things chopping things shooting something or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. um, I'm having a good time just thinking and mm-hmm. and and that's a good good you get real clear you get clarity real real fast around certain items,
1: right, well and. You know, it's, it's funny when you mention you know that business has to be fun. I had somebody tell me one time when I mentioned that I charge a fee for what I do, it brought her up short, and she said, "But you enjoy what you do."
3: And well, I looked at her and I said,
1: that? <laughs> "So that means I didn't get paid for it?" I mean, yeah, that just exactly. it, it really did throw me for a loop. And and but her it was sad to me that she thought, "Well, work." can't be fun um, you know yeah. and, and it really was something that that she needed to stop and take time to think about now you know obviously it's not fun 100% of the time you know nothing nothing is but if you don't enjoy it and you know as you said you know really look forward to going but then you know you also have to look forward to that downtime also
2: well exactly and and you got to have it because if you you know Stephen Covey I, I just wrote today I'm a you know columnist for Entrepreneur Magazine as well. And I wrote the five kind of summer books you should read. Now, besides mm-hmm. mine, you know, I think you should read mine, but you know, instead <laughs> of mine, mm-hmm. you know, there's probably some other ones you should read. And I, and I put a couple of ones in there that I think are classics. Now, one of the classics right. I put in there is Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People, because mm-hmm. I think entrepreneurs and small business people, I think every person should read that. And every few years, I pick it up and I read it again. And I remember reading it for the first time when I was 15. So mm-hmm. it was a great book then, and I still think it's a great book now. Mm-hmm. And then, then another book I read was uh, Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Right. Now, I, and Stephen was a friend of mine, so I used to listen to Stephen talk, and, and, and I read the book, and I always tell people read the book because it's a lot better read than watching Stephen talk, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. He's passed away a, a couple of years back. But he's a great guy. And his son's out doing some good work on his behalf as well. Mm-hmm. But um, in that book, he talked about you know people have to find you know, balance in their life and 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 I've always held that you know you got to have you got to have friends you got to have family you got to have work and you got to have a spiritual side and mm-hmm. and and to me that's that balance you got to have some balance in your life and if you don't have you know that other piece then you're you're you know you're a workaholic and that's and a holic is not bad i mean mm-hmm. it's not a good thing it's a it means you're hooked on something and that's mm-hmm. not a good balance and so we all need balance in life and so it's important for you to find that
1: right well and sometimes you know you you uh you get more out of the good times when you've had that balance. And, and also, the bad times then don't seem so bad. Um, you know, and, and I think that might be one of the, the lessons that people need to remember is, you know, yeah, there, there are bad times, but if you have a good balance, then you know, that, that helps to kind of level those things out.
2: Well, without question, because then you find out what's, you know, what the true course is. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's a little steered off.
1: Right. You know, and and you know, speaking of of your downtime now, I I saw that you have a cannon on your ranch. Did you shoot it for July Fourth? Because we didn't <laughs> absolutely. see absolutely.
2: I shot it not only <laughs> on July Fourth, I shot it on the second too. So, <laughs> and I'll probably shoot it tonight. I'll probably mm-hmm. you know, um, imbibe in a, a nice uh, a nice wine and and sit on my deck and or go out to the bridge and 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 shoot the cannon. I in fact, I had a, a bunch of children over and I you know, uh, and, and and some adults. Mm-hmm. And I showed them how to shoot it and we had a great time and it was a lot of fun. And they're part of my, my bridge brigade. See my mm-hmm. where I live, I own the oldest bridge in South Dakota. It's a ah. Camelback Steel Bridge that was built mm-hmm. in eighteen ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first couple bridges that burned down before it was a very it's the oldest bridge in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. It's a fairly large bridge you can drive a semi truck across it, but wow. it goes to no it's totally landlocked, I meaning it goes to nowhere other than, <laughs> you know. My my yard, my yard, which is the mm-hmm. field, uh, to the to an, uh, an arboretum, which is across the river, mm-hmm. which is a wildlife preserve, and um and so yeah, we were out and we're shooting the bridge because we had to defend it mm-hmm. at all times. So right,
1: oh yes, you know those those invaders, you got to watch. Yeah, those. well,
2: <laughs> and we have a town nearby, which is about two miles away, called Rowena, population sixty seven. Mm-hmm. And you know they might invade at any time, and and in, you know in military you you should defend the bridge at all to all cost. Oh,
1: this is true. You know, and, and those small towns you got to watch those. Well, I you got to watch no, they're,
2: they're, those. Those yeah. Rowena guys are rascal. Oh, they're rascals. We we
1: had about six hundred in the town where I grew up. So you know we were we were a booming metropolis. But that's big. Um, that's
2: big. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know if we got a gas station in Rowena. I got to go drive over there. It's oh. a, it's 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 further to the east on the way to mm-hmm. Iowa. I got to get over there and see what's over there.
1: Right. Well, and, you know, Jeffrey, the reason I bring this up is because you post about it on social media. And, you know, clearly our program is about social media. And so how important is it? Uh, actually, you know, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, let's talk about social media and if you think it's important for C-level executives to use it. So I am Deb Creer, having a great time talking with Jeffrey Hazlett on Mile High Radio a pal and a
0: confidant i'm not ashamed to say i hope it always will stay this way my hat is
4: off milehighradio.com just what the doctor ordered
3: hi chris here from the yamana gluten-free bakery Do you get gas, bloating, cramping, or worse when you eat items with wheat, barley, or rye? You may be dealing with celiac, gluten intolerance, or a gluten allergy. Experts estimate that up to 40% of us need to avoid gluten. At Yumbana, we bake the best tasting gluten-free items, hands down. For two years, I've been perfecting our recipes to be tasty and moist instead of dry and crumbly. We use nothing artificial and we ELISA test our products to be sure they're truly gluten-free. So no matter if you're a super sensitive celiac or someone who feels better staying away from gluten, stop tooting your gluten and visit our online store today. Go to yumbanashop.com. That's Y-U-M-B-A-N-A. S-H-O-P-P-E dot com. We ship worldwide, and if you live in the Castle Rock area of Colorado, delivery is free. Save 10% when you enter the coupon code MILEHIGHRADIO YUMBANASHOP.COM
5: Hey listeners, are you tired of looking tired? It's time to get refreshed at Denver Integrated Plastic Surgery, where Dr. Ben Lee is offering listeners $9 per unit for Botox and also $100 off all laser resurfacing that helps reduce fine lines and wrinkles and is the only procedure scientifically proven to reverse the signs of aging. Mention this radio ad when you call Denver Integrated Plastic Surgery at 303-783-9997 and receive your $100 off laser resurfacing or $9 per unit Botox. Denver Integrated Plastic Surgery. Aesthetics from the inside.
1: And we are, there we go, and we are back. I am Deb Creer, and I am talking with Jeffrey Hazlett. Jeffrey, before we go any further, tell people how they find you online.
2: Well, all you got to do is search Hazlett, H-A-Y-Z-L-E-T-T. That alone will bring up, I don't know, a million pages or so on Google (laughs) or Bing. But, you know, that's that's the best way to find me. And then I'm on every bit of social media, everything from Instagram to Facebook to Twitter and uh, um, about everything in between, certainly LinkedIn.
1: Great. Well, and that's actually how you and I first connected was was via LinkedIn. And then, of course, I've gone from there to, to Twitter and, and Facebook and the, and the other pages. But, you know, as, as I mentioned before the break, Let's talk about how important you think it is, if you, if important, for those C-level executives to have a presence on social media.
2: Well, I think it's important for everybody to have a presence on social media. I mean, it's the way to commun- It's one. It's one way to communicate. It's one channel. I mean, there's other mm-hmm. ways to communicate as well. But you know, social media is become an integrated part. I mean, there's an old comedian that passed since passed, but his name was. Uh, Sam Kennison, you might remember him, and he used to have mm-hmm. this routine about starving people in the desert. And he goes, you live in the desert, move to where the food is. And so, <laughs> the, you know, this is smart move. Move on a mm-hmm. business as far as go where the people are. I mean, they're not right. hanging out where they used to. They're hanging out mm-hmm. here. This is where they expect to be communicated. They they and they, And everybody wants it the way they want it. So if they like Facebook, then you got to do it there. If they like Twitter, you got to do it there. So if they like LinkedIn, that's where you got to do it. You know, it depends on what their own personal taste, or you have to do it to all of them to surround mm-hmm. them. I mean, it used to be, you know, a good marketer would just buy a television commercial and and mm-hmm. uh, my gosh, they were successful. doesn't work that way anymore. There's right. so many different channels, so many different ways to reach people, but you're going to have to get really good at them all. And so, you know, you need to be reflective of your personality. I mean, you know, like whether... You know that when you see it, when you see me on on Facebook or on Twitter or on LinkedIn, I'm the same. You know, it's always you know I might do different things in different places, but the the you know the the theme is pretty much the same.
1: Right. Well, and it lets us know who you are. Um, you know that there's that well known saying that we work with people we know, like, and trust. And, you know, it doesn't matter if it's the little store around the corner or the billion-dollar corporation. If we start to get to know the, the the leadership, then we get to know more about if we want to work with them or not. And, you know, we've certainly seen some examples of that where executives have maybe misstepped on whether it's, you know, stories in the media or, you know, posts on, on social media. And, and then people have really said... Hey we're not going to do business with X company just because of its leader, so it makes it makes being a c level executive much more difficult than it was even ten years ago
2: well i you know I just think it was it was there before we just didn't mm-hmm. always see it, but at the same mm-hmm. time the same people will say, "Well, I'll do business because of that person and because right. of what they're saying or what they're mm-hmm. doing so I, I think that's always been the same. It's just we have more opportunities to see things and mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and don't fall the person for one mistake, you know. They make lots of mistakes. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. stop stupid, and we're all going to be stupid at one <laughs> point or two in our lives, and for some of us, much more than others. So, you know, you just have to look for those things. And, and I always tell people in my first book, I wrote The Mirror Test, and my last chapter of this said, sell you, sell the business, sell the business, sell you. But mm-hmm. especially with, with smaller businesses, you know, when you see a guy walk into the restaurant, you know him as that business or vice versa, right. I meaning you, you don't really separate the two, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that most people do associate people that way, especially in business, I think they do that. And so I think, you know, you selling yourself or being visible in on those channels is very, very critical to the success of your business. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and I think it's also important for people to remember that what they see on social media in particular is is you know sometimes just a snippet, or it's somebody's personal opinion about somebody else, um, you know, and and it, it really was a lot easier when we just had three television networks, and you know Walter Cronkite told us what we were supposed to think, and and we went merrily along with that, and and you know now we've got so many avenues and options out there. You know, why do you think that we've added kind of this online network component, which is like, your, for example, your C-suite online network?
2: Well, I because we can. I mean, it's the reason why. I think mm-hmm. it was there before. It just started to get to people. I mean, I I still believe we had – social media has been around forever. You know, it's mm-hmm. just it was the chess club or it was the right. Star Trek club or it was this or mm-hmm. it was that. Or it was the Chamber of Commerce. And now it, it's now opened up to, you know, to – Capture the behavior of customers. Now, mm-hmm. the, you know, we, you know, who, like some, some sadistic SOB, the, you know, put together the, the telephone tree. They used to call mm-hmm. a business between right. 8 mm-hmm. to 5 central time, and, and, you know, it was one for this, two for this, three for this. Who wants to mm-hmm. do business that way? Well, now, you know, social media has given us a direct line to people like mm-hmm. us or, or a voice for us to be able to say things. And, and now we have to pay attention. And and for a long time, business forced people into the ways they wanted to do business rather than customers saying, no, this is the way I want. And you look, and if you're, you know, any size business, you got to get with that. I mean, right. to understand that, you know, I don't go to the store to order, to buy things. I, I sit online. I sit online for two hours last night buying everything I wanted, right? Mm-hmm. I bought stuff for my tractor, my Kubota, my, my you know, even... I bought toilet paper, paper towels. Mm-hmm. I'm not going right. to the store to get that stuff. I mm-hmm. needed a new air filter for my, my Kubota. I wanted a new mm-hmm. storage rack for my Kubota. I did all these little things. I ordered all that to be delivered to my house when I mm-hmm. want it. And right. what a great thing. I don't have to go mm-hmm. get it. He's been hours going to get that stuff.
1: Well, and, you know... It- Some people, they still enjoy that process of going to the stores, but, you know, there are those people... Good, I'll hire
2: those guys because I I don't want to do that stuff.
1: Well, (laughs) and and I don't want to have to do the, let's go to this store to see for this price and this store to see this price, and, oh, I've got a coupon to go here, and and I know that, you know, there are people who love that, but, yeah, I want to sit down at my computer and just with a couple of little clicks figure out what's going on. Um, We're planning a trip to Boston, and... I was, you know, searching online for places to stay in Boston and things to do and, and all of that. And, and I have to tell you, one of the things that annoyed me the most was the fact that their tourism bureau wanted to charge me $10 for the pamphlet they wanted to send me. And I thought, okay, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And, you know, because I can get that information in other places for free. Um, right. you know, and, and so that, you know, that was a fail on their part. Obviously, it works. You know, people, they wouldn't have it there if people weren't buying the product, but how much better would they be if they gave it away for free? You know, and... and Well, or or they put together... Well,
2: at the same time, what they do is they find out people that are willing to pay $10 are very serious about coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a good example that we own a public relations firm called tall grass and, mm-hmm. and my team at first was very timid with the, with our slogan and didn't want to always put it out there because they were afraid it was going to offend people. And basically it says, if you want to run with the big dogs, you got to learn to, and I'll say it nicely, pee in the tall grass. Mm-hmm. Now, and the way in which we say it's much more direct than that. But right. what what that says is, look, if you want to be a high, if you're a high growth company, you get it. You're mm-hmm. with us or not. If you don't get that, we offend you. Then you're not the kind of right. client that we want. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's okay for people to put those kinds of you know barriers or uh, bars that people need to get above in order to say, yeah, we want to do business with you or That's not do business. Right. I mean, luxury brands do this all, all mm-hmm. the time. I mean, their prices are. Uh, Up to a level, and people say, I've never paid that much for a watch. Well, great. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to buy that watch. And let's sell on that watch for you. Mm -hmm. So, that's it. Which is okay. There's nothing wrong Mm -hmm. with that.
1: Well, and, you know, we love it when it's kind of that pre-qualified thing. Um, I was once working with a, a group of students back in Denver who were from the Middle East and were on a program where they spent an entire semester at a university. There were, I think, five different universities in, in the United States. So I was working with these kids, showing them how to use social media. And this one young woman, um, her her Facebook picture, she had a T-shirt on that said, I'm a proud Muslim. And mm-hmm. I called her aside, and you know, not, not in front of everybody, and, and I said, you know, you realize that especially in this day and age and here in the United States, that can cause problems. And she looked me straight in the eye and she said, then I wouldn't want to deal with those people, so why even start? And I said, okay, as long as you understand that that's what's going to happen. And you know, I tell the people, you know, I tell people the same thing. With you know, you post a lot about a political party or you know some passion that you have. It might not align with what other people are thinking. Great, they're either going to say I want to do business with you or I'm not going to do business with you. But you know, they they've pre-qualified that and got some of that tap dancing out of the way.
2: Exactly. Well, that's a great way of being able to do it. And at the same time, you're posting pictures of you drinking or, you know, uh-huh. um, doing different types of behavior that, that affects. Now, for some of for some people, that's not a big deal. For others, it is. And so, right. you know, I've watched young, well, watched young children, I say, but, you know, high school ages who have lost their scholarships based on the fact of some yeah. of the pictures. So you have to be careful about, you know, the kinds of things in which you want to do. If that's reflective of who you are, well, then great. Mm-hmm. then then now I know who you are. And that's that's really what social media is. Social media is just it shows you who you are, what you are and what you want to be. You right. know, that's all reflective of that. And that's great for the business too. So mm-hmm. you you know you, and it shouldn't just be a megaphone for shouting out, hey, we have a special, come by, come see us. No, it should be an it should be about building the community. And I used to tell people when I was a CMO at Kodak, I said and I was one of the first thousand people on Twitter I remember mm-hmm. when they first explained it to me and I said well that's pretty cool show me how to do this and and so the I had a, a person who's now head of social media uh, for all Walmart now mm-hmm. and he was my my guy and he would help you know t- you know tutor me because this was back back when I was first getting into it and so I was learning, all the different things. I was great at marketing. wasn't so great at social media. But now I learned that social media is a great tool for me to communicate. And, it, and I used to tell people that as fast as you build it, is as fast as they will believe you. So, mm-hmm. so as you you build them organically, just let it happen, whatever that is. And 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 that's the way in which you should really look at things. And you know, and, and have real conversations. I mean, I, I've had people um, who have been extremely rude on my Facebook pages or or Twitter. You know. Um uh, somebody the other day said, you know, I watch your show, if I have to watch you, you know, doing a slow motion power walk, I'm gonna vomit. <laughs> you know. So I, I tweeted him back and said, fast forward, you know. Right. You know, yeah. so, you know, just get over it, you know, move mm-hmm. on.
1: Right. Well, it, it's funny that we're talking about social media and the C suite because on LinkedIn, when I posted that you were going to, to be on the program today, we got a question that's that Kurt Shaver would like me to ask you.
0: Oh he I says, know Kurt. I he's know Mr. He's Mr. LinkedIn. He's Mr. He LinkedIn. He is, he
1: is. Well, and of course what I did was I went back to Kurt and I said, of course I'll ask the question, and oh, by the way, you should be on my radio program, so hopefully yeah, you will get, get Kurt scheduled. There you
2: go. Another connection through social media.
1: I know, I know. So Kurt wants to know, what is the C-suite doing to expand social media practices beyond the marketing department?
2: Well, you know, that's pretty cool, and that's a great question. Um, the network itself is, is we have an online network that we're using Jive software for. Jive is a company that uh, really focuses on helping you build your community, either in the business itself. So there's lots of businesses that use, you know, as a collaborative network inside mm-hmm. the business for a way for you to talk other than around the water core because not everybody's around the water core. And you have people from around the world who are part of your company. Mm-hmm. So they give you that opportunity, and and that same software is available for real other real communities or outside oh, okay. communities outside the company. Mm-hmm. And so we built a you know I call it a LinkedIn on steroids um, community of C sweeters, and so those C sweeters are util, utilizing that to communicate amongst themselves, C level mm-hmm. executives, CEOs, CFOs, and CMOS who mm-hmm. are on our network. You know they're pre qualified. You have to be a C-level executive of $10 million or greater, and we mm-hmm. have about a third of those that are what I call the 10 to 100 million, about a third that are 100 million to a billion, and then about a third of our community is well over a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And they're participating every day on, and you know, getting into our network, which then helps them to understand how to use Twitter and Facebook and all the other um, social medias in a much more effective manner.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and I think probably one of the problems is that they're afraid of it, um, you know, and and so and, and and you know, in some reasons it is justified, you know, one bad tweet. Really can cause problems, and especially if you are, say, a publicly traded corporation or, or something like that. Yeah, but at and, the same time,
2: I mean, you do a radio show, you do an interview, you do, right. you, you have a phone call. You, you're going to put your foot in the mouth? Absolutely, we're human beings. All right, get over it. I mean, no one's going to die. All right, mm-hmm. so you're going to make those mistakes, and just understand that you will. Mm-hmm. You know, but but don't look at it as any different than any other means. I mean, right. it, it used to have. I used to have attorneys in the corp, in the companies I worked with, and they'd come to me and say, "We want to see every tweet before you send it out. Are you <laughs> are you freaking nuts? Uh-huh, you know? Do right. are, are, are you do? I said do you oversee every letter that goes mm-hmm. out, every email that goes mm-hmm. out, every phone right. call that goes out, every fax that goes out. There, mm-hmm. There's no difference in the way in which we do this. Mm-hmm. You know, other than the fact I'm talking to my own community. So. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I make a mistake, I make a mistake. But right. that's, you're not going to prove everyone that goes out. Are you kidding me?
1: Well, and I think the big thing is, you know, first, if you're being authentic, then people know, okay, well, you know, this is how he feels. And, and you've kind of built that support system. And second, you know, if you make a mistake, own up to it. You know, I, I love the people that all of a sudden, ooh, their account got hacked. No, it didn't. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, if if you screwed up, say you know I screwed up, you know, and, and or say this is my personal opinion. It's not how I run my business, or you know whatever it is. But yeah, you know it's it's out there, and you know just let it live. And it's it's out there, and that's the problem is, you know you you might have posted something you shouldn't have. Sure, you can go back and delete it, but it's there. So well, you can't delete like it. it. Wasn't I mean you shouldn't there. delete
2: it. Just live <laughs> right. it. Yeah, I mean you, you, you said it if you said it, you wrote it, you tweeted it, mm-hmm. you you posted it, it is what it is. And I, I don't think I've ever deleted it. I deleted one tweet once and that was a long time ago mm-hmm. when I was in Tokyo and I was supposed to announce a certain program and we got the, the time mixed up between Tokyo time and, oh, right. and US mm-hmm. time. And 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 I and I I sent it and immediately, you know, I got a call from my team saying, Oh my gosh, what did you do? Mm-hmm. And it was a major announcement, and and so we know. So I'd done it twelve hours early because they told me six. I thought Mm -hmm. they meant six p.m. and so Uh and they meant six a.m. And so I was I was deleting tweet like like crazy, and then Mm -hmm. a couple people retweeted it all you know fast, and so I Mm -hmm. had to contact them directly and ask them to you know Mm recant it, which they did. They were real helpful.
1: Right. Well, and you know those things happen. Um, You know I've. I've deleted some tweets where I've, or some, you know, some Facebook posts where I've had, you know, some major grammatical error or, you know, things like that, and or the wrong date, some things, but, yeah, you know, my opinion is my opinion, and it's going to go out there and, you know, kind of live with it or, or not, but you know it's and I've I've only ever deleted one person's comments when they responded to something I posted and it was somebody who used the f-word four times. And I was like, "Uh-uh, no. That that language doesn't cut it when you're posting on my page." And when mm-hmm. I contacted him and told him what I was doing, and he apologized profusely. He had vented and then thought, "Uh-oh, I shouldn't have done that."
2: Well, that happens a lot of times and that's okay mm-hmm. to do that. Uh, you know, right. Yeah. again, I try not to, even somebody's being kind of a jerk, unless they've asked me to take it off, I kind of leave it up there. Mm-hmm. But I usually deal with it. I, you know, I once had someone who threatened something and, and said something so rude when I was at Kodak Ooh. as a CMO mm-hmm. that I actually I wrote, I tweeted back out, bite me, you know. Uh-huh. And, um, of course, my the corporate attorneys, everybody else was upset. And I said, <laughs> well, if it's standing there. I'm leaving it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and the other thing is I, I rarely ever am negative in a tweet or a post it's it's right. extremely rare mm-hmm. because i just i just don't think that's the appropriate thing mm-hmm. to do i know a lot of people who do and they they bash a company for this or for that and i i just go no nah, that's not an appropriate mm-hmm. place I, I i'll once in a while say you know three strikes you're out you mm-hmm. know or something like that but it's rare that i'll ever You know, I I usually use it to praise people because Mm -hmm. I'd rather confront bad behavior and reward good behavior, Mm -hmm. and so that's my way of doing that.
1: Great. Well, Jeffrey, it's time for us to take another break. So when we come back, let's talk more about the C-suite and you know how you see it evolving and, and what you have planned for the future. And then I also want to talk about your book club. Um, so we'll have just a little bit of time to get that in, but I'm sure we'll be able to do it. So I am Deb Creer talking with Jeffrey Hazlett on Mile High Radio.
0: Thank you for being a friend. Travel down
4: a road and back again. Your heart Nothing is... says I love you more than milehighradio.com.
5: Are you ready to spring into the body you've always wanted? This spring is all about you at Denver Integrated Plastic Surgery, where Dr. Ben Lee offers free consults. That's right, free consults to all patients. Call 303-783-9997 today to book your free consult with Dr. Ben Lee at Denver Integrated Plastic Surgery. 303-783-9997. Denver Integrated Plastic Surgery. Aesthetics from the inside out.
4: Real life isn't like TV. Bad guys don't read scripts. When a crisis occurs, only solid training will be enough to potentially save your life and the life of your family. At Duty to Act, owned and operated by Navy SEAL Jimmy Graham, our focus is to make sure you have all the training you need to be the first and last line of defense against unwanted intruders. Duty to Act is a professional defense company that offers the best training in the world to prepare individuals to protect themselves and their family members against real-world threats. The Close Quarters Defense System is the world's best and most proven real world defense system. Its foundation has been taught to our nation's most elite operators for the past two decades. Other classes we offer are active shooter response, home defense, women's defense, and more. Now it's your turn. To find out more or to sign up for classes, find us online at dutytoact.com. That's dutytoact.com or call 720 644 7552. Remember, the life you save may be your own.
0: My heart
1: And we are back. I am Deb Creer. And for those of you who aren't familiar with me and aren't my friend, well, why the heck not? It's pretty easy to find me online. Just go to debcreer.com, which is D-E-B-K-R-I-E-R dot com and you'll find how to connect with me on all my social media sites there. I'm having a great time talking with Jeffrey Hazlett, who is the host of C-Suite with Jeffrey Hazlett on Bloomberg Television, but he's got a lot of C-Suite programs. So, Jeffrey, welcome back, and tell us what is in store next for C-Suite.
2: Well, we're right now getting ready to start uh, filming our C-Suite TV stuff that we're announcing uh, both for you know Bloomberg, that we do on Bloomberg, but also we're announcing cSuiteTV.com, which mm-hmm. is a couple of shows that we're going to be featuring uh, that are aimed at business owners and executives. So the first, uh, you know, uh, show that we've got on there, in addition to our Bloomberg show, is a show called "Mind Your Own Business." which really takes you behind the scenes with a lot of various business leaders to talk about Mm -hmm. how they're doing their businesses, the way they're doing it. Our first uh, show that's up is going to be a company called Mytel, which Mm -hmm. is a billion-dollar company, which is two companies that combined, Um, uh, a company called Mytel, which then bought Astra. So they merged Astra in together and now a Mm -hmm. billion-dollar company in the telephony business. And so a great way to be able to find out how they did that and the ways, you know, lessons that they learned from that. We've got mm-hmm. C-Suite Radio. We've got the C-Suite Book Club, uh, which will be kicking off in September. Wow. And we'll be featuring, you know, uh, we call it the Oprah Book Club for Business. That's the best mm-hmm. way to describe it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and there we're we'll featuring, you know, premier focused and showcased authors mm-hmm. who have uh, business books. There are 3.2 million business titles per year. Mm-hmm. and we're going to feature some of the best business books so you know where to go to get the best uh, you know, thought leaders in various topics from sales to HR to legal to uh, any type of growth change and everything else you need in your business. And so all that's combined under our C-Suite network, mm-hmm. uh, which is our online network, which is aimed at businesses of $10 million or greater, uh, mm-hmm. for all those that are in the C suite and then we put together three conferences to, uh, per year you know invitation only it's it's from those folks that, that join our network and you're invited and our next one's in November the 16th to the 18th in in Los Angeles at the at the Ritz at the Marina mm-hmm. del mm-hmm. so you know that's and that's the kind of stuff that we're doing so mm-hmm. we we got a lot going on actually
1: mm-hmm. great well and you know as we mentioned at the start of the program you know, a C-suite is any level of business. You know, whether it's one employee or 10 million employees or, you know, uh, you, you do $10 in business or 10 billion, you can learn from all of this information. You know, that's what I like about the book club. As a small business owner, I think it's imperative for people to always be kind of reading those books and and seeing what is out there and best practices and, and things to avoid. And so that was what I was really interested in with your book club. And, of course, with the television program... You know, you show things in ways that are are fun and entertaining, but also very informative. Um, You know, and it it looks like you have a lot of fun doing the program. I watched the one on Dunkin' Donuts, and and that really just, you know, that looked like Well, come on, I get to
2: eat donuts. I mean, that's a pretty (laughs) cool deal. I I I, got to pick out, I'm trying to, I got to go to Five Guys or Starbucks, Mm -hmm. or or I got to find a good steak place, or I got to find a bacon place. That's where I want to go. Yeah,
1: you know, I did notice that you do have a lot of bacon posts on your face.
2: It can't page. be nothing. Be, everything's <laughs> better with bacon, you know. This is true.
1: This is vegetables are
2: bacon, man. a brussels sprouts and bacon recipe. Everything goes better with bacon.
1: You know what? I would. I, I. You have to really twist my arm to get me to eat a brussels sprout. Bacon and cheese might make me eat a brussels sprout. There you go. <laughs> so so what else is is coming down the pike for you what do you see happening in the future
2: well you know our biggest thing is we're putting more and more things digital especially with our tv Mm -hmm. um we're doing a little bit more over the top television activity our our new uh, c-suite tv.com offering is a big portion of that we're just trying to go where the people are and and they're online or Mm -hmm. you want to watch shows when you want to watch them and Right, and you know, you don't want to be forced you to watch. You know, although I've got a prime time show on, you know, when we're when we're airing on Tuesdays at nine thirty, you know, mm-hmm. but you, you can't always watch that. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, and a million people might watch that that show, but but you know, what about the other eight million business owners uh, that are you know out there in North America that want to watch the show? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I would like to be able to reach them a little bit better, and that's the reason why we're putting the shows on long.
1: Right. And that comes back to what you were talking about earlier, is be where the people are going to be. You know, yeah. you can't just run a television ad during, say, the Super Bowl and, and reach the people you want to reach. Um, well, you know, you yeah, can yeah
2: reach that's a lot. You can reach right. a lot of people, but not necessarily the right people. And, right. and the best way to do that is certainly digital because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to be there when you're ready. And mm-hmm. when you want to find me, that's what you you want to, you know, that's where I want to be. So we right. want to make that accessible as much as possible, and it's easy, mm-hmm. easy to do. and And you go to where the people are. That's exactly mm-hmm. what you do. That's what social media does. That's what all the things we've been talking about on the show. That's what you do.
5: Right.
1: And I think that's why you know things like YouTube are so huge because you know when you want that information, you want it at one in the morning or five in the afternoon or whatever, and. You know, the, this radio program, we archive it because we have far more people who listen to the archive than listen live. Um, you know, its we really have become an on-demand type of society.
2: Oh, without question. It's the name, name of the game.
1: Mm-hmm. You know and, and businesses that don't do that i you know obviously it depends on the business, but you know i I think they need to realize you know say you're you're a brick and mortar store that only has you know certain hours. people still want to go online and find out that information you know are you open are you know what do you sell what's your your special of the month um, you know all of those things they want that information, and if you don't have an online presence you know, it, it really is is going to damage you.
2: Well, and even more importantly, if you don't have an, already have an established relationship, look, we do business with people we like and know and trust, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's what friends are all about. I mean, I I you know, I own com, for instance, which mm-hmm. I'm going to do something with someday when I get around to it. But, <laughs> but, you know, the key thing there is, you know, we associate ourselves with like people. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, that's how we became friends, through other friends. Right. And so, and it's, that's how you find and build that community. So mm-hmm. you want to continue to do that over time. And as you build that community, then when you have something, you're going to the people who want it or it's of interest to. And mm-hmm. so when you start to talk about, hey, Tuesday at 2 o'clock, I've got some downtime and anybody that wants some of those chocolate chip cookies that we've got available, um, they're half off, you know, boom. Mm-hmm. Then you got a group of people that really want them and who already right. are raving fans or, mm-hmm. you know, brand ambassadors for you. So they're, or, or they're, and then I can't get there at two o'clock, but I'm going to send them to my friends, you know, to mm-hmm. my other friends and saying, right. remember those cookies I told you about? Here you can get them. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really what that's about. And, and so it's not just about, you know, that time. It's about all the times and mm-hmm. how you have to be able to do that all the time. And it has to be a way of life.
0: Mhm.
1: Well, and and of course the thing that I like most about social media is that it is instantaneous. Um, you know, maybe or maybe not instantaneous, but more current, <coughs> excuse me, than you know, your website or things like that. And and so then it annoys me when I see businesses that don't use it that way. Um, you know, I was uh, having lunch with a friend of mine last week. And it was a restaurant I'd never been to. So I, of course, went to their website because I needed directions. Um, right. But then I also wanted to look at the menu and, and things like that. And they said, you know, hey, we have a Facebook page. So I went there the facebook page they had just done a post that day you know and and things but we got there and the restaurant was closed for five days and it, it was it was a good reason why they were closed they were doing a, a big project but you know if they had put that on their facebook page <laughs> yeah, we maybe, you should other have, plans. maybe you
2: should have told me that exactly
1: yeah, yeah. you know and 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 so i'm you know my my next thought was well i'm not sure i'd go to this restaurant again um so you know or the 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 opposite is is even worse, where they say, "Hey, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, whatever," and they haven't done a post in weeks, months, you know, some of these places in years. You know, if you're going to have that presence, it had better be active.
2: Exactly right, and, and be current. You know, mm-hmm. and be in real time. And I think that's that's a you know timely. Timely is, is real important, and that's the way timeliness is always important. I, I don't want the product until I want the product. I don't want the right. service until I need the service. So, mm-hmm. the, you know, I call it in your face marketing. And, mm-hmm. and, and social media is a great, great use of OPM, other people's money. Right. And, and, and that's what every marketer, every business owner, I don't care from, you know, the small business on Main Street in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, to the big business in, in Wall Street. That's what, we're, mm-hmm. that's what we're all trying to do. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to get it with great with scale that's appropriate for the size of our business. Right. And, right. and and one of the best ways to do that is to be timely
1: mm mm-hmm. Well, and it's so easy anymore. You know, I think one of the things that businesses tell me the most is it takes too much time. And, you know, the, the problem is if they're like me and, you know, they're the, the kid with bright, shiny objects who gets sidetracked easily, you know, yeah, then I end up spending more time on Facebook than I should. So set a timer. You know, and and, and don't click on the post with the cute kitten and, you know, all of those other things. You know, and, and make sure that you're only going to do business then, or you know, post from your phone because it's harder to, to you know get caught up in some of those things, or use the scheduling programs. You know, there's a variety of ways to really make sure that you're optimizing your use of time when you're using social media.
2: Oh, without question, I think that's a critical point uh, to always remember as an entrepreneur or as any business leader.
1: Hmm. Well, and you know, it's it, it's just like you know, if you're that you know the the C level executive you have to truly manage your time well you know you can't have the hour long meetings that you know could have taken 10 minutes or could have taken an email um you know some things like that and and that's where i think so many people can benefit from the the services and programs that you provide because there are those tips and techniques for you know how to to, to do all of those things
2: Yep, exactly. And, you know, that's one of the cool things about, you know, everything you're seeing in digital. And certainly with our C-suite network, one of the things that we do on our C-suite networks is share a lot of those tips. And -hmm. you have, you know, various, you know, CEOs, CFOs, CMOs um, that are all sharing on the network all their insider Mm -hmm. secrets. And that's what what social media is about. That's what the Mm -hmm. communities are about is to get people together in order to share, and then all of us learn from that and grow. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and you know, that the, the tip or technique might not be applicable right then, but maybe later on it will be. Or maybe more importantly, it's something that you want to share with your, your friends. Um, you know, I was talking with somebody recently who, you know, likes a lot of posts. You know, she clicks the like button. And I said, so why don't you want to share that information? And she looked at me and I said, if you liked it enough to like it, why not share that information with other people? And that had just never really occurred to her. Um, you know. Yeah. And, and so I think it is something that, you know, granted, there aren't, you know, you don't always want to do that with everything. But if you've seen a great tip, share it with your network. Um, you know, let those people know that you're thinking about them too.
2: Without question. and. Take the time to to teach somebody else something that you like or would like to know more about. That's a great Mm -hmm. way to be able to find it. The good news is a lot of that stuff is all archived and there and searchable. You know, because in most business situations, there's there's nothing new. Mm -hmm. Um, Most of us have been through it. I I bought and sold over 250 businesses, $25 billion in transactions, and, and, you know, although a lot, there's, there's bigger transactions that occur every single day. Mm-hmm. But I've always learned that in buying and selling those businesses or running the various businesses I have, there's nothing new. There's the same patterns, the same mm-hmm. issues, the same problems, and sometimes the same employees. And in and, and, and we always find uh, ways to get, you know, to see this again. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you know, remember this because you will see it again. Mm-hmm. Great.
1: Well, Jeffrey, we're almost ready to wrap up. So before we do, tell people again how they find your information online.
2: You bet. It's Jeffrey Hazlett, H-A-Y-Z-L-E-T-T. Just search Hazlett or go to Hazlett.com or go to the C-Suite Network uh, and look all about the C-Suite. Anything about C-Suite you're going to find myself or our C-Suite Network involved because it's the most powerful network of business leaders in the world and we're uh, looking for people like you who want to join us every single day and then catch me on Bloomberg Television. You'll see me there you know, on the primetime show or when I'm back in New York uh, pontificating about some business issue or another. <laughs>
1: Great. Well, Jeffrey, thank you so much for coming on today. As as I mentioned at the the start of the hour, I know that you're very busy, and even though you are in South Dakota right now, I know that you you need to get back out to you know how to ride your horse or you know do like you said you had to to move some wood, and of course you know it's business time, so you you need to be doing that. Um. So again, thank you so much for coming on, and um, I look forward to following your posts online and learning more about the book club, and of course watching your program on Bloomberg and online. So everyone, have a great day. Enjoy this fabulous weather. Um, For those of you who had a 4th of July um, that you are in the United States, glad you celebrated Independence Day. Always, always remember to thank our troops and uh, have a fabulous day.
0: Thank you for being a friend. Down the road and back again Your heart is true You're a pal and a confidant